Good evening, everyone. It is time for some Faribault Falcon boys hockey in the Big Nine Conference. We're at All Seasons Arena in Mankato, where the Mankato East Cougars hang their hat. No, Mankato West, I think, plays here, too. Anyway, the Faribault Falcons get ready to tangle with these Cougars. Cougars are 3-1 and one on the season. This is their first Big Nine game. Falcons are 1-2 and two on the year. They lost in overtime to a surprisingly undefeated Austin Packers team. They're surprising me, anyway. The Faribault Falcons losing that game in overtime, so they're 0-1 in the conference. And they are 1-2 and two overall on the season. Their other losses were to a very good Hibbing Chisholm team, 5-1. to one. That same team beat this Mankato East team 4-2. to two. So similar scores were anticipating a very good game here today. They also lost... Well, those are their two losses. Their win was over Fairmont earlier this week, 10-5 to five at home. Faribault has allowed 16 goals in three games. That is obviously too many. And they've also scored 16 goals in three games. Exactly the same number. Their sophomore netminders learning on the job. He's, his name is Dustin Boyd. He has an 84% save percentage, 5.13 goals against average. It's not always on the goalie, folks. Not always on the goalie. In fact, most of the time it probably is not. He needs some help. Can't do it all by himself or herself if his girls hockey. Terrible Falcons. See Van Catoes come into this game averaging four goals per game. They're giving up just over three, so similar statistics. They were able to defeat, let's see, they lost to Hibbing Chisholm 4-2. to two, And they defeated St. Paul Highland Park Central 3-2. to two. They downed Hutchinson 2-1. to one, And they beat Cambridge Isanti 4-3. to three. So they've had, their three wins were all one-goal games. And they only allowed six goals in those three games. So their defense has been better than the Falcons if you just look at sheer, sheer numbers. But you really can't compare the teams other than Hibbing and Chisholm because they played some Metro teams and Faribault played Fairmont. Uh, they're out of uh, southern Minnesota. And uh, uh, like I say, Hibbing Chisholm was a pretty good team coming down from the Iron Range. So looking forward to a good one here today as the Mankato East Cougars play host this game was moved up. Originally, it was supposed to be in the evening. Originally, we were scheduled to bring this to you in the evening. But for some reason, Mankato West girls are playing in the evening. I don't know why they didn't just move Mankato West girls to the early game. And then they wouldn't have had to move Faribault. But I'm not complaining because I get home earlier this way. <laughs> and so do the Faribault Falcons. They get home earlier on a school night, right? That's the way it should be. Back one could argue, if you don't have a JV, why not have all your games at, at this time of the day? But ice time is a precious thing, as most people that follow hockey know. Got a pretty good crowd across the way from Faribault. Of course, it's not all that far over here, about a 45-minute drive from, uh, at least from the radio station to All Seasons Arena, about a 45-minute drive as the Falcons are sitting across the rink from me. I'm sitting in the corner of the rink. 
This is not uh, the worst place in the Big Nine to sit to watch a game and broadcast one from, but it's not the best either. I was told by the uh, broadcaster from Mankato that they're planning on making some renovations here. They are desperately needed. <laughs> uh, been coming here a long time. It hasn't changed much in that long time. I was happy to hear, though, that the Mankato women now are playing at the Civic Center like the men, which is the way it should have been all along, let's be honest. They used to use this as their home rink, and they still don't have shots on goal in this scoreboard, which is totally ridiculous in 2023 not to have shots on goal on your hockey scoreboard. I mean, seriously? But they don't. Our broadcast tonight, a service of some terrific people. Federated Mutual Insurance is assisting us along with Amesbury Truth, Faribault Foods, First United Bank. They're all bringing you our broadcast tonight here from Mankato with a temperature much like in Faribault, very warm today, mid-50s. <laughs> mid-50s. I don't think I'm going to complain about that on December the 7th, mid-50s. Uh, we're going to see snow soon enough. I got a hankering. We're going to have snow before Christmas, and most people say that's just perfect. That's just perfect. So, the Zamboni's doing its thing. It does have the Mankato State colors on it, even though they're not playing here anymore. <laughs> gold and maroon. Mankato East has black and gold as their colors. Mankato West has red in their colors and black, I do believe. And I guess they decided not to repaint the Zamboni. <laughs> as the Falcons, again, one and two, and the Cougars... 3-1 and one on the season in the conference. The Falcons are 0-1, and, and the Cougars are 0-0 on the year. They're going toe-to-toe here tonight. Might as well share a few statistics with you while I'm at it. Because I did look all this up, and I might as well use them if I look them up, right? These are just team stats. Faribault Falcons' power play is 23%. Of course, it's early in the year to put... A whole lot of stock in these numbers. 23%, I mean, it is what it is, but it's just a few games into the season. Is the power play. The penalty kill is at 68.8. For Mankato East, their power play is at 11.1%. And their penalty kill is at 88.9%. So those are some of the numbers. Again, they've played one more game than Faribault has played. Mankato East has allowed 108 shots on goal while they have had 109 shots on goal. Faribault's 104 shots on goal and their opponents have 100 shots on goal. And again, as I said before, both their opponent and themselves have scored 16 goals in those three games for Farrell. Of course, 10 of them came against Fairmont. Earlier this week, they scored five against the Austin Packers, and they were only able to muster one against a very good Hibbing Chisholm team. So again, Mankato East 
has scored 109, and they've, or as, excuse me, has had 109 shots on goal, and they've allowed 108. They have one power play goal on the season, and their opponent has one power play goal. And for the Faribault Falcons, they have three power play goals and have allowed five power play goals already on the season. Ouch. So don't want to go in the penalty box. Evidently, right? Don't want to go in the penalty box. Of course, you never want to go in the penalty box if you can avoid it. I was just going to look at the penalties in minutes. Faribault is 23 to their opponent's 29. Wow. That's after just three games. And let's see if I can get Mankato East stat here. Well, they don't show them here. They don't show penalties in minutes on their team stat sheet. Explain that to me, please. I'm going to look at the other sheet and see if it's on there. I got too many sheets of paper. You got the stats for Faribault. You got the stats for Mankato. You got the standings. Just too many sheets of paper. Penalties and minutes. They don't have them on their stat sheet. Seriously? They only have six penalty minutes listed here. and I guess that could be the case. Six penalty minutes in four games, that's pretty darn good in terms of staying out of the box. Dylan Meese and Kristen Thunick lead Mankato East with five points each. Edward Engen's got four, and there are three guys with three and two guys with two goals. And for the Faribault Falcons, no surprise that Oliver Linneman, who was among the big nine leading scorers a year ago and up there in the state, too, is leading the team in points with seven. He's among the league leaders. I think he's second in the Big Nine, if I'm not mistaken. He had four goals already this season in three games and three assists, seven points in those three games. Ethan Amundsen has five points. Brody Redding has five points. They're both seniors. Tommy Kunze, who was so good a year ago as a freshman, as a sophomore, Already has two goals and two assists. He has four total points. So the Falcons really have not had a ton of problem other than against Hibbing Chisholm in putting the puck in the net. The problem is keeping the puck out of the net from their opponents. The defense is the name of the game. Coming into tonight, looking at the big nine and the power play and the penalty kill. As they say, it's kind of early in the season to look at these. I mean, the numbers are what they are. Faribault ranks sixth in the power play at 23.1%. They rank eighth out of the 11 teams. Remember, Century and JM combined, which still is a head-scratcher for me. A big city like Rochester has to have two of their schools combined for a boys' hockey team. That's just hard to believe, but it, it's happening. So eighth out of 11 teams is Faribault on the penalty kill. They're sixth on the power play. Albert Lee has the top power play at about 43%. That's through three games. And they are number two in penalty kill at 87.5%. Number one in penalty kill is Winona. 
Winona's kind of surprising some folks, too, so far this season. They're third on the power play at 27.3%, and they're first in penalty kill. They've killed off one of ten penalties in three games. That's pretty impressive. Owatonna ranks 10th. That's right, 10th out of 11 teams in the penalty kill, and they're number two in the power play at 28.6%. Mankato East is, well, I didn't figure out Mankato East was in terms of the ranking, but they're at 11% on the power play, and there's only one, two teams below them, so that would put them at ninth, right? Ninth of the power play, and on the penalty kill, they are 11th. 11th out of 11 teams on the penalty kill at 50% on a penalty kill. That's what the overall stats say from the Big Nine. The score sheet from Mankato East, I don't know that it correlates with that, but that's what the Big Nine stats say are the statistics in Big Nine action, which is, of course, different than the overall game. So that's why the numbers don't jive. Zamboni concluding. It's prep of the ice. We're just about set to drop the puck here at Mankato East's, or I should say Mankato City's all-seasons arena, and they're almost right on time. They want to start at 5.15. They're putting the goals on their moorings. The guys will be coming out, and we'll be getting the starting lineups and getting this underway. Gordy Kosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. It was my goal to get all of our in-town teams on the radio before the Christmas break. I don't know if I'm going to accomplish that. We have had the girls basketball team from BA on the air. We've had the Faribault Falcon girls on a couple of times. And a lot of that has to do with who they're playing. Owatonna, Northfield, kind of big rivals, right? And then we've got the boys hockey here tonight against Mankato East. We'll have another boys hockey game a little bit later on this season. Uh, this month, I should say. And then uh, I know B.A. Boys Basketball we have on Tuesday at home, I think against Leroy Ostrander, which is down from my neck of the woods. So the only team that I haven't had on yet is the Falcon Boys Basketball team on the radio. And obviously we'll get them all on the radio eventually. I hoped to get them on all before the break, but it uh, might not work got other area teams we want to cover for example tomorrow night i got a really good girls basketball game it's a rematch of a section volleyball showdown between Fillmore Central and Kenyon Wanamingo it's girls basketball and and that's turned into a little bit of a rivalry that was quite a match Fillmore Central defeating Kenyon Wanamingo who had been the uh, two seed in the section they knocked them off and so, believe me, Kenya Wanamingo is going to go in there and want to—they're going to want to kind of take a two Fillmore Central. We'll see if they can. I saw the Falcons lost big to Caledonia earlier this week, and that game is tomorrow night from Harmony. That's a bit of a haul, so we think we'll have a pretty good radio audience tonight for that one. On Monday, we've got a girls basketball game between Goodyear and Zambrota Mazeppa and Goodyear. We all know what that rivalry is all about. That's coming up on Monday. Saturday, we've got MIC Conference men's basketball. The Carlton Knights are playing host to St. Scholastica out of Duluth. Uh, eventually, we'll have to make the trip to Duluth as well, but 
And actually, this weekend would have been a good time to do it. By the time I go there, and it might be early February, you could have uh, 20 inches of snow on the ground. A <laughs> couple of little kids around here with the American flag and the Mankato East flag. And like most of your speaker systems in these arenas, doing that we'll hear from some of our super sponsors we'll be back with a drop of the puck right after the federated words. mutual insurance company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation at the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of big brothers big sisters we are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother big sister big couple or big family and yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big ignite your year empower potential today Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. 
keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos, and butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Well, if you missed it, and I missed uh, some of Mankato East, I, I didn't uh, quite hear her. For Faribault, starting at the defenseman are Ben Stasel, Parker Morrow. Other, other starters are Nick Archambault, Tommy Coons, and Ethan Amundsen. Oliver Lineman, their leading goal scorer, is not on the starting line tonight, but that means they're probably trying to match him up against the second line, I'm guessing. Mankato East has Christian Thunick, their leading scorer, Ray Bowman, Boston Belts at the forwards. I didn't catch the defenseman. Goaltender is Brody Kunst. He's got a 2.50 goals against average, 90% save percentage, 3-1 and one on the season. And, of course, in net is Dustin Boyd, the sophomore for Faribault. Goals against 5.13, 84% save percentage. Faceoff is won by Mankato East initially. Faribault nearly got the steal. The puck pops into the netting off of a stick of one of the Cougars just below the blue line. Mankato East left to right on your radio dial. The Falcons right to left. Well, a face-off to the right of Boyd in the Falcon zone just across the ice from me. Faribault wins that face-off. They ring the board to the near side, but it gets too far in front of Archambault. He can't track it down. They're going to skate all the way behind their own net, Mankato East, which is kind of dangerous. Puck's going to wobble back behind the net as Archambault giving chase into the left corner, which is hard to see because everybody likes to lean on the railing, which is right by where we are. <laughs> There's a little back pass that's going to go up the far side board as Faribault trying to gain control in their own zone. Mankato East in the corner to the right. Good check there by Faribault as the roster in front of me is not numerical. Parker Morrow did a nice job there checking into the corner to the right of the goaltender. And there's a save off his stick. At least that's a shot in my book. For Mankato East, I have to keep my own shots because they don't have shots on goal on the scoreboard. And <laughs> that's ridiculous. Here's a shot wide of the net by Faribault. Now behind the net, Falcons trying to get turned around to make a centering pass. Linneman is on the ice right at the moment. No puck wobbles out. Mankato East gains control, spanks it off the board. Uh, right to left goes Faribault. Left to right goes Mankato East on your radio dial. It was on the left board. Now a pass out that's going to be picked up. The air pass falling down as he's trying to gain traction that time was Faribault's Cole Goodwin. He's a junior defenseman. Now Faribault gains control. They spank it off the near side board. That was Hart who did that. Goodwin now will try to break it out and it's picked off by Mankato East at neutral ice, hit off the far side board and uh, tracking it down is Faribault again Hart sends it up the near side board 14.50 to go we have one shot and that was by Mankato East a shot on goal has to be on goal shot wide is not considered a shot on goal or over it or around it as they battle for the puck and Faribault's got a two-on-two here as bringing it up the ice. Nice job by the Cougar to pick the puck right off the 
stick. I believe that was Tommy Coons who was bringing the ball up, or the puck up. It's sent off the pad of Boyd that time, a little back shot as he was skating to the left of Boyd. Boyd's hugging that left pipe as Arshamble spanks the puck all the way down to the other end. It'll be an icing call on the Falcons, and he did that so they could make a shift change. So on the ice for Faribault right now is Logan Perutka. He will be in the face-off circle to the left of Boyd. Face-off was won by Faribault. Nice little pass there to Belichek by Perutka off the face-off. That was fancy. And he tried to break out. East does a nice job getting back on defense. I can see why they haven't given up a ton of goals. Puck goes to the left of their netminder. Kunst. So far, just one shot. That was by East. By my count, anyway. And again, they don't have shots on goal on their board. Here comes Mankato East. He's in the slot. He gets past the other way. Good job by Morrill to knock the puck off his stick. He was going right through the slot. And now Faribault speeds back the other way. Right at the net. Great save. I mean, he was right at the net. Tried to stuff it in. And a pad save by Kunst on the shot that time by Faribault's Logan Perutka. Man, he was right there at the crease. Mankato, he's trying to break out of their zone. Sends it up the near side board. He tries to kick the puck ahead to himself. Does... The Mankato East player. As soon as I get my roster working, it's Boston Belts, the junior. And there was a... It's in the... The puck is in the Mankato East zone. Of course, people got to stand on the railing so we can't see here. I swear, some people have no clue. I mean, you think I'm sitting here yapping for no reason at all? <laughs> man, oh man. You got how many seats to sit on? You got to stand on the railing, please? Can I? I want to see. Thank you very much. You got lots of seats back here. Lots of seats right there. Lots of seats. So, 12.23 to go in the period. We're still scoreless. As bringing the puck back up the rink is Faribault. He's got a breakaway. The shot is wide. The breakaway by Faribault's Brody Redding that time. Got a little too excited. Here's a shot from way out, and it's gloved by Boyd. That shot was taken by Mankato East's Owen Quist. Quist is a senior, so Boyd to the task again. Faribault has one stuffed job. Boy, was that a point-blank shot. I have two-to-one shots on goal in favor of East so far. Face-off just below me here. It'll be Tommy Coons. Here's a shot and another glove save by Boyd. Face-off went right to the Mankato East Cougar. Dylan Meese pulled the trigger right away. That was smart. He's their leading goal scorer, and he's a defenseman. Pucks lifted up in the air, sent to neutral ice. Terrible trying to break out of their zone here. Kunzi will send it across rink, and his man that he was passing it to ended up leaving before he passed it. Now the puck comes up the near side board. Going to be just below the blue line. The shot, there's another save by Boyd. That was just off his chest. There's the puck near side. Going to be brought up by Arshamble. A little back tap off 
the left board or the right board, depending on which way you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from Faribault's viewpoint, it's left. If you're looking at it from east, it's right. And we're going to have a face-off because of an icing call to the left of Boyd. 11 minutes, 28 seconds to go. First period, we have no score. As Logan Perutka faces off against Boston Belts. Terrible one, another face-off. I've sworn myself I was going to keep track of those this year, and it just, it's kind of hard to do. I had a little column here. I was just going to score by the Falcons. The score, I believe, was by Brody Redding. We'll see if we can hear this announcer. I highly doubt it. It's at the uh, 5.52 mark. I didn't catch it. I don't know if you caught it, but I didn't catch it. I do know Redding scored the goal, and I think they gave an assist to Coons. Here's a shot. It's knocked down. Nice block, but boy, he, he immediately took his glove off as it hit him in the... Hang on! Another pad save there by Boyd. Morrow's got to come off the ice. He had a puck hit him in the hand, and he immediately dropped his glove and goes to the bench. He's Martin. Puck's sent over the goal. Boyd makes another save. So a couple more, well, one more shot on goal. The other one was a block by Morrow. <laughs> the official's going to pick up the glove and send it over to the Faribault bench. Or actually gave it to uh, Coons to throw it to the bench. Morrow is still holding that left hand, taking that puck off that hand, and it hurt. I mean, it was rifled. As he's trying to gain control in the Falcon zone, behind the net goes the puck. And coming out of there with it is Faribault. Another pad save by Boyd. So far he's to the task. I am with five saves. One for two is Faribault on shots and scores. They're up one nothing here with 9.41 to go in the first period. Mankato East brings it out of their zone at neutral ice. Uh-oh, we might have a penalty here on Faribault. Redding, I think, is going to be called for a push. Well, a trip, I guess, is what they're calling it. But Yeah, Redding's going into the penalty box. The 9.29 mark of the period. He was behind him, and he kind of shoved him, and uh, they call a trip. So, remember, Faribault has had their struggles on the penalty kill here. Not as bad as Mankato East, but they've had their struggles. As Mankato East is passing it back and forth just below the blue line. Now he circles, 
The young man with the puck shoots, and Boyd makes another great save. Got six of those. Just below the blue line, Mankato East will carry it in. Well, I'm no hockey player, but I would think you'd want to move the puck when you got the person advantage and not have one person dominate with it so much. So far, they have not had much movement at all. Here's a turnover. Archamble is going to bring it toward, and he's got to cover it up. No, he didn't cover it up. Wow. I thought Kunz was going to cover that baby up, but no, he actually left it out there right in front of the crease that Archamble chased his own uh, pickup of the puck. He might have had a, a chance at a goal. But I suppose you you want to get back on your horse, right? You're outnumbered here. Mankato East. Uh, again, Archambault had it for an instant and sent it right off the shoulder pad of one of the Cougars. 51 seconds left in the East power play. Again, a young man carries it into the zone. It's Asher Griffin Asher. He's a junior defenseman. Sends it up the far side board. It's going to go all the way to the other end of the rink. Fairable, meanwhile, is going to make a shift change here. Well, they're tracking the puck with 30 seconds left of the power play. Morrow's back on the ice. Good to see after he had that hand get hit. A little back pass behind the puck and a nice job to fend off the, like, boxing out in basketball. Morrow boxed out the uh, Cougar got the puck. Here's a breakaway and a score by Fairable. Logan Perutka. He got the breakaway. 12 seconds. It's a shorthanded goal, too. 12 seconds left on the East power play. And the Falcons are up 2-0. The 11-20 mark of the period. As Farable again sends it back into the Mankato East zone. I told you this team could score. And Boyd has done very well here early. And some of the defensemen have made some really nice plays to help him too. He said earlier you can't do it all by yourself in the net. As Mankato East having trouble breaking it out of their zone at the moment. Faribault has it. Here's a shot. It's wide. He does the splits. Does Kunst in the in the net. Literally did the splits, but the rebound didn't come back to any Falcon that they could take a quick shot. We're going to have an icing call on Mankato East. 6.58 to go first period. It's 2-0 Falcons. We're at even strength. Falcons have fended off a penalty. In fact, they have a shorthanded goal. See, I don't know why you don't come up, you know, you got those fancy scoreboards for football and, and there's a fancy scoreboard in Nomeland Gym for basketball. Why they can't come up with a scoreboard that puts the goal and the assists of the players that score on it because no speaker system in any of these arenas can you hear. Uh, I don't understand it. I mean, you want to be consumer friendly and you're charging more and more for people to come to these games. The least you could do is provide them with some information uh, we're trying and I don't know they just called I think an offside or did they call a penalty they called a penalty it's going to be on Faribault's RJ Wazlowski. he's a sophomore winger 
I did not see the call, but it's a minor. I didn't hear the penalty. I heard Wazolowski, but I didn't hear the penalty. <sighs> Very frustrating. Pass comes into the near corner. See how the Cougars do on this power play. Shot pad save and diving on it is Boyd. He was not going to allow a rebound. Good job there. I had seven shots on goal for Mankato East in this period. We'll see how close I am to the official. They do keep it at the scores table, whether we'll be able to hear it announced or not is the other story. Face off to the left, and of course my hearing's not the best either, but I have not talked to any anybody that thinks that there's a good speaker system in here. That's why I like Faribault where I get to drop my microphone right in front of Mr. Markman and get the penalties. Here's a shot. Nice block by Morrow again. He was willing to do that even though he had his hand almost ripped off before. Here, oh, my. That was a nice play. Coming flying down the crease, but he shot the puck wide with Christian Thunic. And he shot it wide. So that's not a shot on goal. That's a nice pass from the near side. Now they sent it the other way. Angling toward the net that time was Mankato. He's a horrible pass. So it hit his shoulder pad. As he skates behind the net, he being Luke Levins, a sophomore defenseman, he'll pass it to the other side. They want to keep that goalie going side to side here. They got a man perched right in front. Somebody's got to get him out of there. They got two Cougars right in front. Here's another turnover. Coming back the other way is Therabeau on the turnover. He's going to just send it behind the net the other way. That kills a little bit of time, right? Tommy Kunze got the turn. Oh, he tries a little wraparound. He scores! What a terrific highlight real goal. That was awesome. He came around the net from the right of the goaltender, got to the left corner, came back in front of the net, and did a wraparound the goaltender. I'm not kidding. What a goal by Kunji. The sophomore. Another shorthanded goal for Faribault, and they are lighting up the scoreboard here at All Seasons Arena. Ten seconds left in the penalty. So just over 13 minutes into the period, Faribault's got themselves a 3-0 lead. We have a stoppage here. We're going to have a face-off to the right of Kunst. He makes a save. I have Faribault with five shots and three goals. I'd say that's pretty efficient. I could be off of the shots, but I don't think I am. Problem is the net is on the way other end of the rink. You know, it'd be nice to be at mid-ice. But beggars can't be choosers, right? A little back pass by Faribault ends up errantly going all the way to the other end, which will be an icing call. Boyd, meanwhile, took a little uh, skate around his net. There'll be a face-off in the red circle to the left of Boyd. 
Looks like Perutka will be in there. Faribault already three goals in this game. Here's a shot. Came up short. It was kicked aside by Faribault. They've done a nice job for the most part. They've had a couple of blocks. Here's another near breakaway. East is actually going to get to it quicker. No, Perutka's got it. Is he going to pass it? little back pass right in front of the Oh, my. It went off the stick of the intended recipient, or that would have been a point-blank shot in front of Kunst, who's going to be seeing green and asleep tonight. The Falcon green. Here's another shot. A pad save. He gets his glove on top of it. They tried to jam it before he got his glove on it. I want to check, see if you got your fingers. So I have Fairbill now with seven shots, just like East. 3-0, Falcons lead at 3.39 to go first period. They have looked really good here tonight. On both ends of the rink. As Mankato East. Trying to break out of their zone, and Fairbill ends up with it. With the puck for the Falcons is Bo Vlicek, the senior. He caught it in the air, dropped it on the ice. Playing a little back and forth with the puck. Faribault and Mankato East. Nobody really has control at the moment now. Nice pass. And motoring up is Kuntz again. Far side. It's picked up by Mankato East on the pass attempt. Knocking the young man off the puck that time, doing a nice job for Faribault, was Caden Hart, the senior. He just put his shoulder into him as he was bringing the puck up, and it, of course, let the puck off the stick. East, again, a turnover. Arshamble passes cross rink, bringing it across the blue line of Mankato East, or trying to anyway, was Faribault. Unfortunately, they lost control of the puck. I did not get to see the number. I think it was Hart. And now the puck ends up in the corner to the left of Kunch. It's sent back to the near side. Mankato East will try to break out of their zone here. It bounces to mid-ice and out chasing the Cougar to the puck. And then keeping him away from the puck is Cole Goodwin, the junior defenseman for Faribault. Goodwin will chase the puck behind the net and pass it out quickly. That was the key there quickly. He didn't hang around there too long to get checked up against the board. I was coming after him, and he got rid of it before he got there. Now Goodwin is perched in front of the net to help Boyd. Here's a shot, another save by Boyd. Trying to go up over the shoulder. Boyd did a nice job to get his arm up and knock that away. It's hit off the far side board. The puck ends up behind the Falcon net. Faribault will track it down. This is Goodwin. Goodwin up the near board. He'll send it all the way across the rink. It's intercepted. Coming back the other way. Mankato East. He skates behind the net. Boyd did a nice job. Or Goodwin, I should say, did a nice job to get back on his horse that time. Anderson is on the ice here for Faribault as well. Leighton Anderson, the sophomore. Nice cross rink pass. Here he brings it across the blue line and shoots it and scores! Brody Redding gets his second goal of the game in the first period. And the Faribault Falcons are going to town, man. 59 seconds to go in the period. They score their fourth goal. 
Redding gets his second goal. I'll get you what season goal it is during our intermission report. He now has six goals on the season to lead the team. Brody Redding, the senior. I have not seen Oliver Lindemann on the ice tonight, so I don't know. He must have an injury. He was our leading scorer a year ago. And uh, you know how guys can try to step it up when a guy's out of the lineup. And that's what it appears like they're doing. As the pass went into the corner. And then Cato East coming back the other way. 4-0. Falcons lead it. Unbelievable. And another save by Boyd. I mean, that was right at the crease. and almost bounced in, but it didn't. I have ten shots for them. And I have eight shots for Faribault. 4-0. Falcons lead it with 8.7 seconds to go in the period. Mankato East is wondering what hit him here. <laughs> Without Lineman. Near side board. The puck is at neutral ice. I thought I saw him earlier, but I guess I didn't. In any event, our score after one period is 4-0. <laughs> Well, they did give an assist on the Reading first goal to Lindemann. Evidently, he was on the on the ice. You better. Yeah, I heard. I heard none of that. I heard none of that. I mean, they might as well not even have a person talking in a microphone. You can't. You can't hear it. You can get bits and pieces of it, but anyway, I'm going to have to hope that I got the right stats. We'll try and share them with you. In a Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. First United Bank, what comes Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. 
Well, first intermission report, 4 nothing. The Faribault Falcons has just jumped all over the Mankato East Cougars. Man, oh man, they scored about three minutes apart for each of their four goals here. A little more than that, but their first goal came 5.52 into the game. They scored at the 11.20 mark. They scored at the 12, let's see, 11.20 mark. They scored with 59 seconds left in the period. Redding has two goals here in the first period. Perutka and Kunze have the two shorthanded goals. That's right, they have two shorthanded goals. They were never on the power play. Faribault. East did not score, of course, because those scores 4 nothing. I have shots on goal 10-9 in favor of East. I did hear her say 9. I actually had 8 for Faribault, but I did hear her say 9 uh, shots on goal. So they have 4 goals on 9 shots, I'd say, is pretty doggone good here in the first period. Again, Redding with two goals. I did not catch the assists. I'm sorry. I thought she said Lineman on one of the assists, but I have not seen him on the ice a whole lot. Perutka and Kunze had the two shorthanded goals. Redding had the other even strength goal. Uh, he had both even strength goals, did Redding. 4 nothing is our score after one period. I'm sure the head coach from Mankato East, Adam Priest, is telling his team if they can score four goals in a period... We can score four goals in a period. Let's go out, get it done, and then bring this thing so that we can win it in the third period. The Boyd, very good in net, the sophomore for Faribault. And Kunst is a... Brody Kunst is a junior. And like I said, it almost looks like he doesn't know what hit him. I mean... He came into this game with a very respectable 2.50 goals against average, a 90% save percentage, and he's nowhere near those numbers in this game. As Faribault has been able to turn actually numerous turnovers into breakaways, and that's how they've been able to, you know, they've had the numbers and they've been able to just kind of skate in and do their own thing. That's how they, that Kunze goal was, <laughs> that's one for the highlight reel, my gosh. That one should be on ESPN. I'm not kidding. It was an incredible goal. He skated, like I said, to the right of Kunst. He skated and faked a shot, carried the puck into the opposite corner, and then he came back in front of the net, and he did a little backhanded wrap around the goalie as he came around. The goalie's trying to move to keep pace with him, right? And he just jabbed it in. I mean, it was awesome. I would love to get a video of that. Because it was just awesome. I can't say it too many times. An awesome goal by that young man. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. 
money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Well, the Zamboni's doing its thing here at the All Seasons Arena in Mankato. Faribault Falcons have come out here on fire. Lead it four to nothing. Four to nothing is your score after one period. Again, my stats are totally unofficial. But I have 10-9 Mankato Easton shots on goal. There's more than that probably in shots, but shots on goal. I have 10-9, Mankato East. And I don't know if the Hockey Hub would have a live game sheet on this or not. Aha! Thank you. Oliver is another number today. I thought. Okay, so he scored, not Perutka. It was Oliver Linneman, number nine. I just got a note that Oliver did score that one goal. Thanks. Somebody must have been listening. So Oliver Linneman gets the shorthanded goal at the 11:20 mark. He got the shorthanded goal. He got an assist on an earlier goal too. So Linneman is in a different number here tonight. I'm going to mark this down on my sheet so I got that right. Linneman, number nine. wearing helmets and all that it's kind of hard to tell right so big thank you to the person for correcting me on the uh, on the people you don't always get a chance especially in places like this where the locker rooms are not really easily accessible for anybody nor should they necessarily be but uh, tracking down coaches especially some of these ice arenas is not always all that easy even before COVID and we used to do uh, interviews all the time. So a big thank you to that note. Oliver Lindemann has a goal and an assist. Tommy Coons has a shorthanded goal. Lindemann's goal was shorthanded. And Redding has two goals here in the first period in Mankato. Just an incredible onslaught offensively by Faribault. 4 nothing. And again, I had them with just nine shots on goal. So they were super, super efficient. And most of those goals were on, like I said, full-speed breakaways where the goalie is kind of at the mercy of who's coming toward him. Uh, nobody was able to help out defensively, and I'm sure that's what's going to upset the head coach for Vancato East, Adam Freese. By the way, nice man. I did have a brief visit with him. He brought me some statistics in the roster, said welcome to Mankato, and we appreciate that. Clay Kerwin and Alex Schmitz are the co-head coaches of the Falcons. Would love to get some of these players out at Jana's Market on Saturday. So I hope we can get some of them out there. And we'd love to have Coach Kerwin, Coach Schmitz, Assistant Coach Jake Dickerson. To come out and join us as well. 
Janice Market every Saturday morning for our Faribault Coaches Show. And we're still in the process of trying to think of a name for it because we don't just talk about uh, sports. We had DECA people on last Saturday. That was awesome. And we'd love to have the Knowledge Bowl, Robotics, Shooting Team, I don't care, Orchestra, Band, Choir, Plays. We want to talk to all kinds of kids. I love visiting with kids about why they pick certain things, what they learn from certain things, and I learn things too. I know when I was in high school, I was in everything, which is why I never got really good at any one thing, but I got a well-rounded, right, well-rounded world. I was in choir. I was in band. I was in plays. I was in in uh, basketball. I was in, in junior. I was in football. I quit my freshman year. I was in uh, in baseball. Tried to get a little bit of everything, but... Like I said, if you do too much, you may not get really particularly good at anything, although I am I think most of your coaches would tell you at the college level, they don't want kids to specialize in any sport. They want competitors, competitors, number one. And if you compete at a high level at whatever sport you compete in, that's what they're looking for, people who will play hard 100% of the time and just compete. And boy, did Faribault do that in the first period. 4 nothing. Faribault leads. Redding's first goal came at 5.52. At 11.20, Linneman got the shorthanded goal. And then with, let's see, at the 12-23 mark came the next goal. And then, as I said, 59 seconds. So at the 16-01 mark came the last goal by Redding. East is back on the ice. They'll be right below me here. They purchased broadcasters at the end of the rink. I've never understood that, but we're in the end of the rink. Albert Lee does that. Northfield used to do that. Mid-ice is the place you want to be. And we do have that in Faribault. And we have a box in Faribault. But we have a ladder that's flush to the wall in Faribault. you got to climb up. <laughs> flush to the wall. So Faribault back on the ice. The Falcons in their green and black. we got the names on the back of their uniforms. We appreciate that for the most part. Obviously, I didn't see... Linneman's name, but he had a different number today, so I'm guessing Baruka's name's on the on the jersey. <laughs> Mankato East does not have names on the back of their uniforms. They have gold numerals, white top with gold and black, black breezers, and we're going to have the face-off here shortly for period number two. Four-nothing, Falcons lead it. Boyd will be in the net to my left. Kuntz will be in the net to my right. Kuntz is going to come join his teammates for a little powwow. Actually, he's going to get a drink. He forgot his water bottle. An essential tool for the goalie is a water bottle, and he forgot his. Puts it on top of the goal there. I'm sure his teammates are saying, okay, guy, 
We got your back. They certainly didn't give them a ton of help in the first period. 4-0 is our score. Terrible Falcons lead it. We'll have a drop of the puck at center ice here to start the second period. And facing off, Edward Ingen for Mankato East. And I did not see who was in there for Faribault. Puck gets knocked back into the Falcons zone, and we'll see Mankato East would like to get on the board early here just to take a little bit of that confidence away from Faribault. Morrow fighting on the far side board. Not literally, but we do have a whistle here, so we'll see what this is. Oh, it's an offside on East. So we'll have a face-off just above the Falcon blue line as the official will drop the puck. No, he won't. No, he does drop the puck. Faribault won the face-off and wobbles back, and Kuntz just pushes it aside with his stick, gathering his Kuntz the puck through about three different Cougars. He gets it. He goes to the blue line. He sends it high over the goal. It rebounds. Faribault trying to get track of that rebound. There's a shot wide of the net to the right of Kunst. Now the puck's going to be sent all the way to the other end. It will be an icing call on Mankato East. So both teams will make a little shift change. <laughs> Linneman wearing the peruca jersey. He'll be in the face-off circle with Linneman going up against Belts. Mankato East wins the face-off. Now, off the board, it's picked up. Sent wide of the goal. It was Linneman who got it off the board, passed it to a teammate who sent it wide, and the teammate was Belichek, I think. Mankato East sees Faribault skate into their zone. They take the puck off the stick of the Falcon, and the Falcons return the favor just as they cross the blue line. And here comes Faribault. Now, unable to get it on his stick was Linneman as the pass was to him, but he couldn't get it on his stick. He'll come off the ice right now. Cross ring Pancoons tries to get it to Redding, who already has two goals. He want to get him his hat trick. Stepping onto the ice as Redding hits the bench just as he got on the ice. And getting a getting the puck was RJ Waslowski. Verbal two penalties in this game. East has none as East breaks out of their zone. Pass goes to the left side. It's sent wide of the net. I have yet to see a shot on goal here, and I guess that might be one because he gloved it, did, uh, did Boyd. Again, they don't have shots on goal on their scoreboard here, and this used to be a Division I NCAA women's hockey rink, which 
I said for years I couldn't believe the NCAA would allow that. They're trying to stuff it in. Boyd is there. Shot from high. And it's going to be, if it did go in, waved off. There were all kinds of bodies in front of Boyd. The net got knocked off this morning, so there is no goal. In that rink, uh, the goal is on the other end of the rink here, and people stand by the railing so you can't see half the time. I guess they think I'm here just for no reason. <laughs> so, once in a while you might hear me tell them to please get off the railing. So I can see. As a face-off there was controlled by Farable. Breakout pass. Couldn't keep it on his stick. R.J. Waslowski. As Mankato is trying to gain control of the puck in the Falcon zone. Farable had it for an instant. It's sent back toward the net, but wide of the net. In front of the net, wide. And Farable in a little trouble breaking out of the zone here. Here's a turnover. Coming back the other way. Farable, can he outrace him to the puck? Coons did wreak all kinds of havoc back there. Tries to get it to his teammate. To the right of Kunst is the puck. There's about six pairs of skates with a puck between them. The official watching the action there in the corner as Farable pushes it ahead. And then the shot's blocked by Mankato East off the near side board. You know their coach said that our goalie needs some help. And he got some help that time. With the puck was Jaden Julier. Sent back to the Farable way. Falcons nearly got control of it just below the Falcon blue line. Puck is sent all the way to the other side. And unable to keep it on his stick as the Cougar, he has to chase it down into the east zone. He'll back skate with it. Will Aaron Cam send it cross rink? Farrell almost had it. It's taken off his stick. And coming flying through the crease was a Cougar as Boyd. Just follow that puck all the way. No shot was taken. At least it didn't appear. Now Boyd had allowed the rebound. He was trying to hug that pipe to the left. He did not know where the puck was. I could tell by his reaction, but it did not go in the net. So it's 4 nothing Faribault. 12.27 to go second period. No scores yet in this period. In fact, not a lot of shooting action, to be honest. As neither team's been able to control the puck much. And Lindemann brings it up. Speeds to the corner. He takes the puck. Moves those feet nicely. Tries to get it to his teammate. It's picked up off the uh, pass. They try to get it to uh, Bolbelichek. His fellow senior on the team. Mankato East in the Falcon zone. Another pad saved by Boyd. Another shot that goes wide. I got East with a couple of shots on goal. Actually, I probably should have three. Verbo is yet to get a shot. Here's one. It gets pushed aside as Redding came down on a breakaway. Oh, my, a nice centering pass, but unable to 
collected on his stick was Coons. He came right speeding down the slot, and he couldn't get his blue stick on it. Picking it up is another shot and a save by Coons. It was point blank by Archambault. So Faribault peppering the net on that trip. And it's a 4-0 Faribault lead with 11.21 to go in the second period. All four goals came in the first. Two of them were shorthanded. Of a faceoff to the right of Kunst. Archambault wins the faceoff. Sends it to his teammate on the far side board. He loses it. As Coons now gets rung to the near side as Archambault picked it up again. Puck is sent up to Hart. East gathers it. Faribault gets back. Has it for an instant. Archambault chases it. Nice angle pass to his teammate, but it's taken off his stick. The stick of Ethan Amundsen. Here's a centering pass attempted by East, but it's knocked aside. Faribault doing a nice job getting back and helping Mr. Boyd. They've really played well here tonight on both ends of the rink. Here's a shot from high. There was no rebound in front of the net. And the puck's going to go all the way to the other end, and it will be an icing call on Faribault. We'll have a face-off in the Falcon zone. Verbo's not scored this period. In fact, I only have three shots. But they're up 4 nothing. Face off to the left of Boyd. The far end of the rink. Sparable looks to break out. Pass ahead on the angle. Across the blue line he comes. Wanted to center it to the lead check. Did Redding. It was deflected. There's a center, but nobody was there. Coming back the other way from Mankato East is Edward Engen, the sophomore. Rebels done a nice job of sharing the puck here tonight when needed. I say when needed because most of their goals have been breakaways. Here's a Redding. Oh, a nice, nice pass. He set up Linneman right in the slot. And Lindemann kind of looks up at the air like, how did I miss that? It ends up being a save by Mr. Kunst. That was a beautiful pass from behind the net. High in the slot to Lindemann. And he got to gather the puck while he was still moving. He sent it right on goal, though, and Kunst was to the task. Gordy Kosfeld here on the KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL AM Faribault, Minnesota. Town Square Media Station. Best way to listen worldwide. Absolutely free is on the KDHL app. We have a whistle-stopping play here below me. I didn't see exactly what happened. We're going to the other end, I guess. We have a face-off in the Falcon zone. Going to be in the circle to the right of Boyd, the sophomore who has a shutout so far. Again, East does not win the faceoff. Nobody really had control. Faribault has it now and skates through the slot, sends it back, attempted to getting to Amundsen with Kuntz. Now here comes Mankato East on a two-on-one. Here's a shot, and 
A great save by Boyd. Wow. He was coming straight on, and he did a nice job to get the kick save. I have 14 shots so far in this game for East, and as I said, I could be off. I try to remember to put them down when I see that shot on goal. But I shouldn't have to keep track. Right? That's why you got people at the official scorer's table to do that stuff. Shouldn't be doing their job. They're not doing mine. At mid-ice, Mankato East checked Hart. Well, I get the sense he's not a... <laughs> Mr. Hart's not afraid of a little physicality. I think that's probably what he likes about the game. Caden Hart, senior defenseman. They dropped the puck. There's a shot and a score by Mankato East. They get their first goal off the faceoff. Edward Engen, a sophomore, gets the goal. He buried it into the corner to the right of Boyd. Faceoff was to the left of Boyd. The faceoff went right to Engen, and he immediately pulled the trigger and buried it in the corner. Owen Quist gets an assist. And we got a stoppage here with 8.24 to go in the period. 4-1. to one. Terrible Falcons lead it. They have not scored in this period. He's just got their first goal of the game. There's 8.24 to go in the period. Face off to the left of Boyd. East is hoping they can at minimum have this lead and they'd love to be within at least a goal going into the third period. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they'd take a lead if they could get it. I'm trying to be somewhat realistic. Again, nobody has control of the puck as it's going back and forth and neutralized. Sent back into the Falcon zone. To the right of Boyd. A bouncing puck goes to the corner left of Boyd. East has definitely controlled the puck more in this period. Here comes Kuntz, centering pass. A backhanded shot was missed by Faribault's Ethan Amundsen. It was a nice pass. Here's a shot wide by East as they're coming flying down the rink. Right to left on your radio dial go the Cougars. Left to right the Falcons in the second period. Backing up, gaining control is Christian Thunick. He sends it back. It rings the board. Faribault gathers behind the net. He gets checked as he's getting ready to pass. It's up in the air. Knocked down as he gloves it. Puts it down on the ice. Here comes the Falcon. 
He gets knocked down. Moore was coming flying, and we're going to have a penalty on Mankato East. And the Faribault Falcons are going to have their first power play of the night. Yeah, slashing call or tripping. Couldn't see the number is, uh, but they put it on the board here. At least they put that on the board. With the penalty is Tyler Rundle. He's a junior. So let's see if Faribault can score a power play goal and get that goal back that they gave up. Redding just turned the ball over as the puck's going to come all the way back into the Falcon zone. And Faribault will lose precious seconds on this power play. Faribault's power play coming into today, 23%. They're going to bring the puck back up the rink. It's Linneman who's going to stop. Gets it to his teammate, and it's a glove save as he went upstairs. Did Redding? It was a glove save. By Kunst. Linneman will be the man in the center. The red circle to the left. And he wins the faceoff. He's trying to gain control in their own zone. It's a power play for Faribault, but right now you wouldn't know it. East has the puck. Try to break it out. And they had a guy go and try to get him on a breakaway. Two Falcons, uh, boy, East has a few guys in that end of the rink. If Faribault could break somebody out, here we go. Oh, my, the puck was deflected. They had a good shot there of breaking a guy out. Now Faribault gaining control of it is the Falcons. Below me where you can't see anything. Kuntz has it. He'll send it to the top of the slot. It's blocked. The shot was blocked. Shot was taken by Faribault's Cole Goodwin, the junior defenseman. As the puck goes back behind the net, Belichek gaining control of it. He's going to send it high in the slot. There's a pad save trying to stuff it in that time was Amundsen. So Kunst had a couple of nice saves there. And I think I might have put a couple of shots on the east side of the ledger that were Faribault's. Trying to keep track of the shots because they don't put shots on goal on their scoreboard. And this is 2023. Here's a shot wide. Oh, my, that was a point-blank shot that Boyd got a save on. My, oh, my, that was incredible. 4-1 is our score. Terrible. We're at even strength now. They did not score on the power play. Mankato East, they have two shorthanded goals, but they don't score on the power play. Up the far side board, Arshamble passed it to nobody. He actually turned it over as a shot, and he thought he gloved it, but he looked, and it's not in his glove. Boyd, as 
couple of Cougars skate in front of him. He's trying to keep track of the puck. It's in the corner. They're trying to get it to a teammate. Faribault having a hard time breaking it out of their zone right now. Cross rink pass is made to Luke Liebens. Here's a shot, a great save by Boyd. He allowed the rebound, but he's trying to get back in front of the goal. He does as the puck ends up all the way to the other side. I have Mankato East with 19 shots on goal nine in this period. I have Faribault, and they're the one I think I'm off on with 17 shots. The faceoff was to the right that time. Sent to the other side. As Mankato East again trying to get to have this lead. Here comes Faribault on a bit of a breakaway. Belichek has it. Lineman is to his right. East ends up with a puck. They're going to come back right to left on your radial. Across the Falcon blue line. Little drop off to a teammate. Little give and go action that time. It was popped up in the air. Now the puck's going to wobble into the east zone with 3.16 to go and a minute 16 to go in the power play as Faribault is in the, uh, excuse me, Faribault is on another power play here. The power play, you wouldn't know it though because east has had the control of the puck. As Rebel trying to see if they can't break out and actually make this a power play. They bring it back. Lineman tries to get it to Coons. Coons checks the Cougar. There's a shot and it's gloved. From very high, that shot was taken by Arshamble. Thirty-four seconds left in the Mankato East penalty or the Faribault power play. It's interesting. Faribault has two short-handed goals. They have no power play goals. As Arshamble tried to get it again to his teammate, Coons. Coons will pass it to himself off the far side board. Gets it in the corner. There's 19 seconds left in the power play. As East is going to send it up rink. Actually, I think they put the penalty on the wrong side of the board. It looks to me like the power play is actually east. But it, the penalty is put on the east side of the board. Here's a pass. Out. Yeah, it was on Faribault, and they just came out of the penalty box. It was called on Linneman. But they had number 20 on the board, not number 9. So go figure. His normal number is 16. <laughs> you can't make it up. All kinds of banners in this place. Mankato East, Mankato West banners.
We have a face-off to the right of Boyd. Neutralized. Faribault will send it back with a minute 44 to go. Little chip attempt by Valichek to push it toward the goal as he had a pass to him on the other side of the slot. Mankato East turning his head to see if anybody's coming was Owen Quist. There's a minute 19 to go in the period. Puck is lifted and sent all the way to the other end. Will it be an icing call? I guess not. Or I guess it will, yeah. So we'll have an icing call on Mankato East. Faribault will get to have an a face-off to the left of Kunst in the zone right in front of us here at the All Seasons Arena in Mankato. Faribault leads it 4-1. to one. They have not scored in this period despite one power play. Linneman wins another face-off. Shot. Linneman was right at the slot. Couldn't get it on his stick. He was going to try and redirect. It off the skate of a Falcon who falls down in the process. Johnny Simon, a junior defenseman, had to go off his skate. There's 51 seconds to go in the period. Remember, Faribault scored with 59 seconds to go in the first period. Here's a block of a shot in the uh, east zone by Redding, but he couldn't get control of the puck. It's sent back the other way. Faribault, uh, angle pass, and they're going to call an icing on that. Wow. Ay, 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 ay. So there's going to be an icing call, and we'll have a face-off to the left of Boyd, the sophomore netminder for Faribault, who's allowed one goal. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> 28 seconds to go in the period. Uh-oh. Right at the doorstep, but on. Fortunately for East, it got knocked away by Faribault. There were two Cougars right there. Nice little back pass there. And then tried to get it back to him. Getting knocked to the ice. Faribault's R.J. Wazlowski. Back pass. Sending it off the near side board is Ben Stasel. And now that'll be the period. 4-1 to one is our score. Faribault did not score in that period. Four goals by Faribault in the first period. Done in the second. Mankato East had no goals in the first. They had one goal in that period. Engen got it, assisted by Quist. At the 8.25 mark, that was the only scoring in the period. I had, let's see here, nine shots by East to give them a two-period total of 19. I had ten shots by Faribault. And they also have a two-period goal, uh, a two-period total of 19. Four to one, Falcons lead it as we go to our second intermission report. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables is a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. 
At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. 4-1, to Faribault Falcons lead it after two periods here at Vancato at the All Seasons Arena. Cody Cosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. Tomorrow night, I get to make the fun uh, long drive, but I, I decided to do this game because I thought it would be a really good one. And I didn't think that a lot of people would make the long drive, especially when it gets dark earlier from Kenya Wanamingo all the way to Harmony. That's probably an hour and a half for them or thereabouts. And so consequently, that's why we're going to go down to Harmony. It's a rematch of the uh, section semifinal volleyball match between Fillmore Central and Kenya Wanamingo. Many of the same athletes will be on the floor, different sport, but they'll be on the floor and it should be very interesting so we'll have that for you tomorrow night we'll get underway at 7 o'clock 7.15 is the tip off time at least that's what they said they moved this game who knows Saturday we'll have an afternoon Carlton game they're at home against St. Scholastica the Saints come marching into West Gym the Knights are on a two game winning streak and they're coming off a really impressive performance against Augsburg on both ends of the floor. They played very good defense, outstanding offense. They shared the ball. They ran the fast break like nobody's business. They out-rebounded by double digits. Augsburg. And Augsburg's got some, some physical guys on their team. They're young, but they're physical. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Saturday. St. Scholastic playing much better Coach Kershaw told us after the game last night on our post-game interview with the Carlton Knight head coach. Our score here is four to one. Faribault scored all four of their goals in the first period. Redding had two goals. Lineman and Coons had the two shorthanded goals. They did not score a single goal in the second period. I had Faribault with nine shots in the first, ten in the second, and I had Mankato East with ten shots in the first, nine in the second. They, I think I've announced them, but I can't hear uh, the announcement. She's, she's announcing something now, but I can't make out. I make a word here or there, and part of it's bad ears on my part, but none of these arenas have very good speaker systems, which is why I like at the Faribault Arena dropping a microphone down in front of Mr. Markman, who announces the penalties. He announces the official shots, which are taken in the scorer's booth and then I don't have to worry about keeping shots which I typically don't worry about but I do here because as I said they do not have shots on goal on their scoreboard in the year 2023 in the city of Mankato that has what 60,000 people in it or something like that we got shots on goal on our board 
or a city of 25,000. Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895 and the leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes' beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos, and butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Second intermission report, the Zamboni is prepping the ice for the third period here. Faribault's got a 4-1 to lead. They scored all four of their goals in the first period. Dustin Boyd, sophomore goalkeeper, goaltender for the Faribault Falcons, has been very good today. He came into this game with a 5.13 goals against average, an 84% save percentage. He has, according to my stats, 18 saves of 19 shots. Meanwhile, Brody Kuntz from Mankato East came into this game with a 2.50 goals against average. Very respectable. 90% save percentage. It's kind of what you want, right? 90 or better. Kuntz was, uh, well, he had a number of breakaways against him in the first period. They cut those down a bit, didn't Mankato East, believe me, was talked about a lot in the first intermission report. And so... He ended up giving up four goals on nine shots by my count. And then in that last period, he gave up no goals on ten shots. So he has uh, 15 saves through two periods. 15 saves of the 19 shots. In our score, 4-1, to one, the Faribault Falcons on top. Standings coming into tonight, Austin, Northfield, Mankato West are the only undefeated teams coming into the game. I should uh, preface this by saying that East, Owatonna, Albert Lee, Winona, Red Wing, and John Marshall Century have just, uh, have no conference games, if I'm reading this right. Mayo has a loss. Faribault had a loss. Century 
JM does have a loss. So this is the first conference game of the season for Mankato East. Owatonna also has not yet had a conference game. Neither has Albert Lee. Neither has Winona. And neither has Red Wing. I wished on this standings they would uh, put the next games, right? They got all the past games, but they don't have the schedule for the remainder, so you got to look that up separately. It would sure be nice if they had it on the same spot so you don't have to have another sheet of paper printed, if you know what I mean. But they don't. They don't have the future schedule. I'm going to have to try and look that up sometime on my phone if I get a chance as the Zamboni will be completing its run down the ice. Again, if you missed earlier during the first intermission report, we told you that the Faribault Falcons ranked number six on the power play at 23.1% coming into today. They're 0 for 2 in this one. They're at 68.8% in penalty kill. They have killed off two penalties in this game. Three, actually. Three penalties they've killed off. So they ranked eighth out of the 11 teams. There are 11 teams because John Marshall and Century are combined. That's why there are 11 teams. Number one is Winona on the penalty kill at 90%. Only one power play goal in 10 attempts. Mayo has given up 21 power play attempts and given up three goals. They rank fourth in the big nine. Faribault Falcons ranked eighth in penalty kill, sixth in power play coming into tonight. Mankato East was ninth in power play and eleventh in penalty kill. Now the specialty teams not so good. Now this is overall overall games. It's not just conference games. So it's not really apples to apples and oranges to oranges as they say because the quality of your opponent makes a difference, right? The uh, Century, or excuse me, the Mankato East Cougars have three wins coming into this game. And they played some Metro teams. How good those Metro teams are, I'm not sure. But they are Metro teams. St. Paul Harding was one of them. No, I take that back. St. Paul Highland Park was one of them. St. Paul Highland Park Central combined for a hockey team. They beat them 3-2. They beat Hutchinson 2-1. And they beat Cambridge Isani 4-3. So the three wins have all been one-goal wins. Faribault has four goals. And that's as many goals as this team has given up all season. Hibbing Chisholm in their last encounter beat this Mankato East team 4-2. to two. That was last Saturday. Last Friday, game you heard on our airwaves, Parable Falcons defeated, or were defeated, I should say, by Hibbing Chisholm by a score of 5-1. to one. That's the only common denominator these teams have coming into tonight. Losing 4-2 to two to Hibbing Chisholm was Mankato East on Saturday. But, of course, Hibbing Chisholm had just played Faribault the night before, so they were the second of a back-to-back, right? And the Faribault Falcons lost to them by a score of 5-1. to one. And I listened to much of that game. If I remember right, it was 2 nothing after two periods. So Faribault did compete against a very good team from the Iron Range. 
Here it's 4-1. to one. Falcons lead. All four of their goals came in the first period. The only goal of the second period was scored by Engen for Mankato East. Edward is a sophomore. He was assisted by Quist. And that was the only goal of the second period. On the penalty kill. Killing off three penalties has been Mankato East. They've given up two shorthanded goals. The Falcons killed off just the one penalty that Mankato East had. They they put the penalty on the home side of the board. Last time I checked, we were in Mankato. <laughs> that last penalty. And they put number 20 down. And, and Lineman came out of the box wearing number nine. So... Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895 and the leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos, and butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Both teams are back on the ice for the third and final period of this one. The Faribault Falcons up 4-1. to one. Falcons will be going right to left and the Cougars left to right in your radio dial here in this third period. As Boyd is prepping the ice in front of them. Moving side to side in the crease. Uh, get all the rough out of there, right, so you don't get a bounce. Teammate Johnny Simon comes back, taps him on the helmet. Likewise, Ben Stasel comes back and says, you're doing a great job there, Mr. Boyd. Dustin Boyd, the junior. I thought he was a sophomore, but it says here he's a junior. The teammates come over and get him a fist bump. Morrow and Ethan Amundsen will start this third period. Along with Coons.
Kunzig's a face-off, which is taken by Kunzig. Sends it back into the corner to the right of the goaltender for Mankato East. Puck is behind the net. Nobody has control yet. Under about six pairs of skates. Faribault will send it toward the slot, but nobody was there. East is going to come back the other way. Across the Falcon blue line. An early goal would be huge for East here. And here, he tried to slam it in. The puck is jammed between the... uh, They're trying to decide whether it was a goal or not. I don't think they're going to call it a goal. Boyd had to... I mean, he tried to stop... I mean, literally stuff it in. It ends up being a save. So Mankato East in the Falcon zone will be facing off to the right of Boyd. Falcons end up with it. They won a lot of face-offs here today. Again, one of these days I'm going to find a way to keep track of that. Puck wobbles behind the net. The Bankato East. Terrible would love to just control puck in this period. and You can't score without the puck. And here comes East. Pass into the Falcon zone. Skating and then sending it all the way to the other side is Boston Belts. Centering pass goes to the other side. Skating. Sending it just below the blue line. And then it's knocked out by Faribault. Leighton Anderson, a sophomore defenseman, had the puck land on his stick and he just sent it the other way. It'd be an icing call, so Faribault will have a faceoff to the right of Boyd. The only goal scored in this game by East was off a face-off. And the shot's wide by East, high in the slot, just below the blue line. Archambault gains control, sends it up the near side board. Trying to redirect it as the puck came toward him that time for Mankato East was Owen Quist. Puck's going to go all the way to the other end. It'll be another icing call on Faribault. Don't want to take too many of these. They have a face-off to the left of Boyd. It'll be Lineman going up against Caden Hansen. Nobody has control of the puck just yet. It gets sent back into the Falcon zone. One of the Falcons knocks it off near side board. It pops up in the air. One of the Cougars knocks it down. It's sent back the other way. It ends up in neutral ice. Nobody has control of it yet. Puck's going to go into the corner left of Boyd. Faribault's going to track it down. As tracking it down for Faribault was Ben Stasel. And we're going to have a stoppage here.
Well, he had a little tussle after the play, but no penalty was called. Thought for a minute there, they're going to call a penalty on Morrow. He and one of the Cougars got into it. In the corner to my right and to the left of Boyd. Fairable again having a terrible time getting it out of their zone right at the moment. They're ringing it side to side on the board. And now whiffing at it. Arshambo trying to get it to his team teammate. Now Fairable. Arshambo has it in. Here's a shot. Mankato East around the slot. It'll be a save. Puck again going to come back into the Falcon zone. 4-1, to Fairable leads it. They scored all their goals in the first period. Two of them were shorthanded. And neutral ice almost gaining control with Fairable again. As Goodwin has to go off his skate. Going to ring the board behind Boyd. And then gaining control of it and skating out of that corner as Linneman comes flying up the far side. They can't stay with him. Linneman trying to continue with the puck. Lost it off his stick into the backboard. Puck's going to wobble down and Boyd's going to come out of net. So Boyd comes up with another save. got 20 saves in this game by my count. We'll see if they have an official game sheet online. If they do, I'll put it up on our website. Not necessarily the game sheet, but I'll put up the statistics. As Mankato East down 4-1 to one, trying to have the lead. We're going to have a late whistle here. I think it's on Farable. Redding is going to go to the penalty box for the second time in this game. And they put the penalty on the right team this time. Comes at the 13.09 mark of the third period. Rebel wants to kill this one off. You get them within two, that's doable. Here's a turnover. By East. Here's a shot. And it's wide. Kuntz ended up getting the turnover. Got it to his teammate who ended up shooting it wide. That was Archambault. Bringing it across the blue line East. They ring the board to the near side. Faribault. Trying to gain control. Has not been able to. It's a block and a turnover again. Kuntz. Who just. That's so well. He's going to send it back. The goalie's out of the net. Kuntz is coming right around him. Oh my. You got rid of it back to the backboard, but boy, that was pretty precarious situation to be in. If you're Mankato East, there's a shot by Coons that hits the side of the net. Lazily hits the ice. East is coming back the other way. Left to right on your radio dial. Shot wide by Mankato East. Boston belts. On the far side is the puck. East at neutralized. They're on the power play here with 12.06 to go in regulation. They're going to skate all the way back behind their own net while precious seconds tick away. We're at 49 seconds of the power play. Left. Puck goes behind the Faribault net. Faribault gets a couple of guys back to help Boyd. 
Morrow slapping at that puck goes behind the net trying to go down to block at that time or was uh, Stasel didn't need to it's going to go to the other end of course no icing because of the power play there's a three quarter rink pass right on the stick of the Cougar Owen Quist but he couldn't maintain control that was a nice pass behind the net goes Dylan Meese their leading scorer is a shot and it's gloved by Boyd they got pushing and shoving going on next to the net there's seven seconds left of the Mankato East power play Boyd in particular has had a good glove here today had some pad saves a couple of stick saves face off is to his right Dribble trying to get it out of there. Finally able to do that was the sophomore Anderson. Sent back toward the other end. As Mankato East comes back the other way with 10.47 to go in the period. There's a centering pass, and Boyd is going to cover up. They're poking the stick at Boyd. Goodwin was kind of taking exception to that and pulled the arm back of the Mankato East Cougar as he was poking and poking and poking at the puck in the crease. And Goodwin just took his arm, and, and I don't know if they caught Goodwin with a penalty for that, but... Uh, he was just trying to protect his goaltender. Oh, they haven't opened up the penalty box. 10.43 to go. They were talking about possible penalty, I think, to the Cougar. And now the Faribault coaching staff is getting the explanation here. 10 minutes, 43 seconds to go in regulation. 4-1, to Faribault leads it. They're up 4 nothing after the first period. Well, they got Cole Goodwin going in the penalty box here. And one of the Cougars going in the penalty box, too. And one of them's going to be a major. That's going to be against Quist. He gets a five-minute penalty. Goodwin gets a two-minute penalty. So 10:32, we got four on four here. As we have a face-off to the left of Kunst in the east zone, puck is hit off the end board. Terrible. And East both trying to gain control. There's a shot that's wide. 
four on four. We're skating here with guys in the penalty box from both teams. Terrible if they don't have another penalty is going to get a about a three minute power play here. As East sends it the other way, the puck. It wobbles all over the place, bounces in neutral ice, is gathered by Mankato East Aaron Cam. He's a senior. Breaking his stick is Redding. <laughs> he leaves it on the ice. Coming back the other way is Morrow for Faribault in the Falcon zone. It's at the Coons. It's knocked away from behind. Coons will track it down and then send it back deeper into this oh, nice poke away of the puck by Boyd. Oh, he did that so cool, calm, and collected. I'll never know. <laughs> Up the near side is Anderson for the Faribault Falcons. Or no, that was Amundsen. Ethan Amundsen, the senior. As there was a shot by Faribault it did not go in. I think Amundsen took it. Yep, it was. The puck is to the left of Kunst. Far side board. That stick of Rennings is still on the ice. One of the Cougars just flipped it with his stick. Evidently it broke. Yes. There was a nice move by East, but a good job by Hart to gain control of the puck, and then he sends it not intentionally, but he sends it out of play. And we'll see if somebody goes and picks that stick up down on the ice. So two minutes and 55 seconds of a terrible power play with 8.37 to go in the game. A power play goal here by the Falcons would pretty much put this game on ice, if you know what I mean. They're up by three goals. They'd be up by four with 8.37 to go. Falcons again right to left. Cougars left to right on your radio dial. Bertie Kostfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL AM Faribault, Minnesota. Town Square Media Station. Best way to listen, folks. Download the free KDHL app. Here's a turnover. Belichek sends it to Redding. He's got two goals. Will he get his hat trick? He is going to center pass and it got blocked. And Kate Huey's left to right gathers the puck. Lifts it over one of the sticks of a Falcon. Trying to get it to his teammate. The teammate, Christian Thunick, was coming flying down and he couldn't get it on his stick. Lineman has it. Lineman brings it across the blue line. And we're going to have a glove save on a Lineman shot. Four to one. Faribault leads it. They have two minutes and 24 seconds to go in a power play. It really hasn't looked like much of a power play yet. East has done a nice job of controlling the puck for the most part in the Faribault power play. As coming with it at neutral ice is Redding. He'll backhand it. It comes right on goal, but it's pushed aside. I guess that's officially a shot on goal, even though it didn't have much on it. They have action to the left of Kuntz, but he's to the task there. Now gathering it. Kuntz sends it back that way. It's on the other side as they didn't quite make it through. Now the puck comes to the near side. 
A minute 43 to go in the Faribault power play as Morrill's going to pass it. An angle pass to neutral ice. Sidestepping the defender was Kuntz, but he lost the puck in the process. Puck's going to come all the way back into the Faribault zone. They'll track it down. 126 to go in their power play. Cross ring pass that's intercepted. Sent back into the Falcon zone. Behind the net. They're going to battle for it. A centering pass knocked away by Goodwin right by the goal. At neutral ice, gathering it is Faribault. They sent a cross rink, but can't again get on the attack here. As Goodwin, the puck's going to go into the corner, go up off the far side board, be sent back into the Falcon, into the rink. 51 seconds into the Faribault power play here left. Yeah, Faribault can get it going here. Be nice to get a power play goal. At neutralize, Mankato East gets it. Getting it off a stick. There's a save by Boyd. Another save by Boyd. He got completely turned around, but no Cougars were able to pull the trigger there when he got turned around. 25 seconds to go in Faribault's power play. And they got two shots on the shorthand. Well, Faribault's got two shorthanded goals in this game, right? I have East with six shots and Faribault two this period. 5.51 to go. There's seven seconds left in the Faribault power play. And he's just sending it off the far side board as Moro, and we're at even strength. So Faribault tonight will have, well, the game's not over yet, but so far they have two shorthanded goals, no power play goals, two even strength goals. Here's, <laughs> talk about a, Long shot above the blue line and neutralized, hammering it wide of the net was Redding. He's a goal away from, oh, that nice turnover there. Redding has it off the pass from Kuntz. He's going to go in and he gets knocked down as he's getting ready to shoot the puck. Uh, they didn't call a penalty though. Coming back the other way, we are going to have a penalty called. Or no, I'm sorry, it's going to be a nice icing against uh, East. Icing gets called against East. Lineman had a little talk with the official there. And I think he was sticking up for his teammate, Redding, who got knocked down as he was getting ready to pull the trigger on that shot. Talking to the official there, I'm sure very nicely, right? Five minutes, five seconds left in this game. The Mankato East Cougars and the Faribault Falcons. It's East's first Big Nine Conference game of the season. They came into this contest with a record of 3-1. and one. The Faribault Falcons are trying to pick up their first win in the league after losing in overtime at Austin last week, 6-5. to five. Austin's been one of the surprises so far of the league. Of course, it's very early in the season. Winona's undefeated and at the top. We knew they had some good young players who could score, right? But the defense is what's surprising me about Winona. They're number one in penalty kill at 90%. Their power play is third at 27%. Albert Lee has the best power play in the Big Nine here early in the season, 43%, which is outstanding. That probably will not hold up. Their penalty kill is not bad either, second at 87%.
Four to one is our score. The Faribault Falcons look like they're going to have a happy bus ride home. Hopefully some of them will stop by Jana's market on Saturday and we can talk to them. I guess I don't remember if they play on Saturday and like a dummy I didn't bring their schedule. Well, they could check it on my phone. As if they do play on Saturday, obviously that probably wouldn't work that they would come and visit with me over at Jana's market. Near side board is the puck in the Falcon zone. There's Morrow. Got it out of there. There's a deflection. A shot. It gets blocked again. Centering pass is errantly going to go all the way to the other end of the rink. There's four and a half minutes to go in this game. Faribault leads it four to one. They have not had many scoring opportunities in this period. A neutral ice. Lineman has it. Brings it across the blue line. He'll bring it back to neutral ice. Smart move there. He'll send it back to his teammate, Arshamble, who hammers it. It goes back deep into the Mankato East zone. The puck hits a skate of one of the Cougars and goes into the Falcon zone. A pass that did not connect with the Falcon. They're going to have to chase it down here on the near side corner as with the puck is Caden Hart. Coons on the rebound. Oh, my. He had an open goal and he couldn't get it there. <laughs> I mean, he was way out of the net. Was Koonst for Mankato East. Oh, the Falcons didn't score there. Then when they watch the film, they're going to go, oh, my. Another glove save as the shot was taken by Boston Belt and another glove save. He's been good with a glove, Boyd. I have Fairbairn with only three shots on goal this period. He's had a lot of shots, but not on goal. Shot wide of the goal by Mankato East. Taking that one was Evan Slamma. Buck is behind the East goal. Faribault again having trouble getting control. East brings the puck up. Knocked off his stick. Goodwin does a nice job of not allowing the Cougar get free reign by the net. He knocked it off his stick. Goodwin tries to send it back up the rink. Gets it to his teammate Felicek. Lifts it up in the air. Sends it back into the Cougar zone. Where Faribault again unable to gain control. Now stepping up Goodwin will smack it to neutral ice. It comes all the way back into the Falcon zone. With two and a half minutes to go and a 4-1 Faribault lead. I feel comfortable in saying the Falcons are going to pick up their first win in the Big Nine. And on the road too I might add. They've not had a Big Nine home game. And Boyd comes out of the net to make another nice glove save. I have them with 26 saves. 
That's a good night. Four to one. Face off to the right of Boyd. And I should keep track of the number of glove saves. Is that a number of them? See, there's a lot to keep track of for one guy. Minute 56 to go. But he loses another stick. Puck's going to ring the board behind the Falcon net. Breaking out of there with it is Coons. Brings it across the blue line. He goes in and he goes the other side. Yeah, that highlight real goal in that first period is a shot wide from the red circle to the left of Kunst taken by Redding who's trying to get that hat trick he had two goals in the first period Verbo's had no goal since the first period minute 17 to go in the game when will East well you're down by that many goals you're not going to pull your goalie I guess at all now <laughs> as Mankato East looking to break it out a Falcon and a Cougar collide at neutral ice Morrow he is one of the guilty parties. He'll be going in the penalty box, I think, for Faribault. So he'll sit in the penalty box for the final 59.6 seconds of the game. seconds to go in the game is when the penalty occurs. Parables had one, two, three, four, five, six penalties in this game. Mankato East has had two. We got a timeout by somebody. Why, I'll never know. There's 59.6 seconds to go, and it's a three-point advantage. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, the Mankato West Cougars are playing Albert Lee, I think, of the next game here. If I'm not mistaken, the girls. That's why this game was moved up. Not that I'm complaining, I get home earlier. I wish they still had an old country buffet here. I kind of miss... Going there. So the timeout with 59.6 seconds left in the game, and it's going to be a major for Morrow. But there's 59.6 seconds left in the game. I just realized there are a lot of people here from Faribault. Man, oh man. That's awesome. So we'll have a face-off to the left of Boyd. The Falcon zone. 59.6 seconds left in the game. East is going to go on the power play. Can they get Three goals to tie. East pulled their goalie here. 
Can they get three goals to tie in the final minute of this game? That's the question because he's serving a major. Here's a shot. Boyd, pad save. Boyd trying to glove it. Couldn't get his glove on it, but he does get a save. Man, has he been good with a glove, though, tonight. East turns it over. Linneman grabbed the puck and not literally with his stick and sent it back the other way. Again, there's an empty net here. They pulled their goalie to have an extra attacker. There's 10 seconds to go in this game. 4-1 to is the score. They're going to send the puck all the way to the other end. The Faribault Falcons are going to beat the Mankato East Cougars 4-1 to for their first conference win of the season. Boyd was really good in net, particularly with his glove. He's jumping up and down. He's getting the old dog pile from his teammates. Yeah, he deserves a lot of kudos. No question about it. Outstanding night in net. We'll wrap things up here in 90 Every seconds. part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. First Well, our final score again, 4-1 to tonight. The Faribault Falcons scored all four of their goals in the first period. Redding had two goals, both at even strength. Lindemann had a shorthanded goal. Coons had a shorthanded goal. Engen scored the only goal for East in the second period and assisted to Quist. The only assist I caught was Lindemann on one of the Redding goals. As the Faribault Falcons... Improved their record to two and two on the season. They're one and one in the Big Nine. East falls to zero oh and one in the Big Nine. Three and two on the year. Let's see if I could bring up the the um, schedule for the terrible Falcon hockey team here. As we're trying to get this to work.
That's what I'm looking for. Boys Hockey Hub. Well, that's not what I wanted. Bear with me here, folks. Got to get back to the conferences. Get the big nine up here. South Suburban popped up. That's where I was last Saturday. And whatever reason, it's not wanting to go real fast. Probably because I have too many windows open here. Well, it's not going to load. I was going to tell you when Ferrable plays next, but this isn't helping me any. We'll let you know on the sports tomorrow morning. Hope you'll tune in about 7.50 tomorrow morning for our local sports. Ferrable wins it by a score of 4 2 one. Our broadcast the service of First United Bank, Federated Mutual Insurance out of Owatonna. First United Bank not only has branches in Faribault, but also in Owatonna. Also by Amesbury Tooth, where every part counts. Mrs. Grimes Beans with Faribault Foods. Also brought you our broadcast tonight from the All Seasons Arena here in Mankato. Up next, it's girls hockey. We will not have it on the radio. The Albert Lee Tigers are in town to tangle with the Mankato West Cougars. That's the noise you're hearing in the background as they are warming up. Hope you enjoyed our broadcast tonight here on the Mighty 920. And tomorrow night, I make the long trip to Harmony, Minnesota. Almost two hours, at least an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> down in my old neck of the woods down there. I grew up in Spring Valley, Minnesota, but we'll be in Harmony as that's where they play, I believe. We better double-check that because sometimes they they do play in Preston. In any, way, in any event, the Kenyon Wanamingo Night girls will be tangling with Fillmore Central. A rematch of sorts. They played in the semifinals of the volleyball section tournament. So many of the same athletes will be on the floor. I thought it'd be kind of fun to do this one. It's a long haul for a lot of Kenyon Wanamingo fans. So I think we'll have a pretty good radio audience tomorrow night when we make the trip to Harmony here on KDHL. Saturday afternoon, it's MIC Conference Men's Basketball. The Carlton Knights are at home against St. Scholastica. We'll get underway at 2.45 with a 3 o'clock tip-off. I believe we have two non-conference games next week for Carlton on the radio before they have a holiday break. I think our last game with them is on the 15th. We got some other high school games coming your way. I know we got a game on the 29th between Kenyon and Cannon Falls boys during the holiday break in the castle. In the castle. I don't think uh, there have been years where Faribault went up in the Iron Range and played in a holiday tournament. I don't think they're doing that this year, but if you listen, we'll tell you what the schedule is somewhere down the road. And again, I'm hoping that some of the kids 
we wouldn't turn down the coaches either, but some of the kids at least will pop on out to Janice so we can talk about this thrilling win. This was a good win for Faribault on the road. Mankato East has a quality boys hockey program. So uh, to beat them in your conference road game after losing to Austin last week, 6-5 in overtime, to come here and win 4-1, to one, the most important thing is they held them to 1. Boyd, very good in net, got some help, and he had a lot of glove saves. Really nice with a glove was the junior goalie for the Faribault Falcons, Dustin Boyd. Dustin Boyd was really good today. Again, Redding had two goals. Lineman had a shorthanded goal. Kunze had a shorthanded goal as the Faribault Falcons win it by a score of 4-1. to one. Let's get back to some great classic country 